Hello, 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 everyone, and welcome, welcome, welcome to another fabulous CB and the Boys radio show. We have got a fabulous hot show tonight with some fire hot topics you don't want to miss. So just sit back and relax and buckle up. It's going to be a thrilling ride at CB and the Boys. So see you in. George, roll it. Boy Honey, Roger Hawkins, Mimi Acosta, let's go! CB and the Boys, Midweek Motivator. Come on, gather around, get the 411, and let's talk about it. Welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to CB and the Boys. I'm CB. Get the whole crew in the building, except for Roger. What's up, BB? <laughs> Technically, that's not the whole crew then. <laughs> She's like, except for Roger. Yeah, I'm uh, just saying. Okay. What's up, Mimi? I'm cool. I'm cool on that. How y'all doing? I'm good. What's up, George? Oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Now. Simon says, go back to sleep. <laughs> go back to sleep. Oh, oh, oh yeah. here we go. Here we go. <laughs> and you know, and you know, I ran out of eyeliner and forgot to buy. Oh more. my gosh! Oh, geez, I'm ready. You know what? So I well, how do you forget to run out eyeliner. eyeliner? I don't recommend it. <laughs> I just not use crayon or something. Yeah. Uh, if I had it, <laughs> I probably would. Or, or blush, you know. I mean, or bl- you know, the 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 eyebrow pencil thingies or whatever the eyebrow color. That's yeah. The, yeah. <laughs> and, and, I'm and, eyeliner and, lipstick. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, I, I I know eyeliner lipstick eyeshadow. That's what I don't even wear blush anymore. Yeah. Anyway, my, my cheeks are naturally blue. Hey Trey, what's up? Hi, so look, we better start off with me because I, I need to sit. So um yeah. Big Trey in the house. What's Trey up? House. What's up? My girl yeah. is drinking. Yeah. I'm with, I'm with you, Mimi. Here, let me hit this. Yes. Come get the 411. And it's Mimi Drink Special. Mimi, let them know what you're sipping on. So I am sipping on apple juice with a splash of tequila and some blackberries on top, floating, just looking like little floaters, which I probably won't eat. But um, yeah, that's what's going on. And it's really good. You guys know that I can't do a whole lot of nothing. So it is what it is. CB, what you got over there? Uh, Tropical passion fruit Moscato, the end of it. She's gonna just roll up with her empty bottle. I just love it. You know what? Let's go. I love it. I love it. That's how wine should be served anyway. Just a little bit in the, in the, in the glass. I would have been enough fill that whole thing. But yeah, this gives you an idea how much I drank last last <laughs> week because that was a full bottle, a brand new bottle last week, and this is all that is left. 
Yay! You're doing great. George, what you a, got? That was a whole week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, I haven't had any since the show last Wednesday. So, unless you know, that was a full bottle that I had at the show last week. Brand new. Oh, oh so you got drunk at the last show. Which I same. was not drunk. <laughs> get it I was not drunk. No all right, all right, all right, all right. So, uh, you know, <laughs> I reached off. I reached off into my little refrigerator I got sit over here in the corner. Okay. Uh, a few days ago, and uh, realized, ooh, I still had. So, remember our last trip to Vegas? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, remember what I brought in from Cabo? Yeah. yeah. That our Cabo tequila. Oh, okay. Yes, that Catzale, Catzale Cabo. All right. Uh, that uh, what is it called? Uh, blue agave. Okay. Blue agave originally tequila, and Love it is wonderfully smooth. So nice. shots up. Shots up! Yay! 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 Yes, honey. Yes, sir. Yes, Love sir. It. Love it. Trey, what's you over there drinking? I know you got something other than water. You better have something. <laughs> Let uh, us of know. Course, of course, I got my fresh H2O to go right straight from the first supper. I know. That's what I didn't get, but it's okay. I'll find time to go snatch one in a minute. But yeah, see, but what you got going on over there? I'm watching you. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Looking down too much, I'm like, ah, 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 what's she about to bring up? But yes, okay. So, on the 411, there's a lot going on on the 411. I don't know what y'all got, but I got just a little bit of juice. And we're going to start out with these folks that went down in the submarine. Man. Like, Man. we all live in a yellow submarine. <laughs> Yeah, a marine. So, yeah. this is my thing. Look, Father God, just I hope that you know, for the sake of the families, because everybody needs closure, they find a submarine with all the people up in it. But this is the thing: when I saw the submarine, right, George, and I know that you're gonna look for it. When I saw the submarine, I said, "Ain't no way in hell that that thing went down there on all that pressure and didn't just blow up." Because the thing looked like some quick thing that somebody just put together and was like, okay, let's go down as deep into the freaking ocean as we can with this. And you going under for an expedition on the Titanic? Like, really? Like, all these people that died in that ocean? Like, look, I'm, I'm a spiritual person. I believe in spirits. I just believe that you just need to leave them people where they're at and leave them spirits alone and stay out of them waters. Well... <clears throat> For one thing, <clears throat> the submarine um, was rated at it's rated at twenty eight hundred feet. It'll hold pressure up to twenty eight hundred feet. Okay. And the Titanic sitting at thirteen hundred feet. Hmm. So it was only half as deep as what it's rated to, to go right. to, uh, price pressure wise. Um. They actually have on CNN right now, as we speak, um, they're discovering, well, they've discovered sounds that they're tracking a sound that goes off about every 20 minutes. 
Okay. Um, it, they said it sounds like if they're tapping it, if there, there's somebody tapping at the hole of the sub, um, but they can't confirm that's what it is. Right. Hoping that's what it is, but it keeps going off in the same interval of time. Hmm. And uh, so, um, at this point right now, they are tracking. Um. They are tracking. Uh, hey, what's going on, Nathan? Hi, Nathan. Hi, Nathan. Ouch. Are tracking the uh, tracking that and following it sound to try an attempt in an attempt to find that submarine. Mm -hmm. They are running drastically out of air. Okay. The, uh, by now, they haven't run out of air. No. No, it's four days, ninety-five hours. Okay. Okay. Um, they the sub uh, they had, they maintained enough food okay. um, for four days and food and water. Okay. Enough for everybody on board for four days. So here's the problem. So sometime tomorrow they never said when mm -hmm. exactly, but sometime tomorrow they will hit that ninety five hour mark. I. Oh, so here's the scary part. The trip is a 10-hour trip. Okay. Okay. It takes five hours to get down there. Oh. And five hours to get back. Shiza. So, they got like 90 hours to find them. Because mm. they're going to take five or six hours to pull it up because they got to take time to hook up to it. Then they got to pull it off the bottom and... Then they can't just raise it right out of the water. It can't go any faster than it would travel because the pressure would kill you. Yes. Um, so you know, people have to you have to decompress. The the submarine has to decompress when it comes up. The people inside of it, your their bodies have to decompress. Yes. So it's a process. A process, of course. To come up. They can't just pull it right on up out of the water. Everybody would implode. They just have a big tube of blood. So, yeah. That's you sad. Know, it's, That's sad. It's, uh, it's looking bad. I thought the I billionaires going out into space was one thing. Because I was like, okay, you know what? The shuttle has been up a couple times, whatever. But submarines going down into that ocean, going down into the abyss. I'm sorry. Uh, have that. You know, what's crazy to me is, is that they have spent... They have more have way more expeditions in space mm -hmm. than they have to the bottom of the ocean. And me myself, I'm thinking that would have been the first place to go. Right. <laughs> Wanna explore some shit. Yeah. That's still her that's still here on the planet. Right, <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And so you can't you can send mother I mean, they've had hundreds of astronauts up there. You know, we just don't know about all the little yeah. expeditions. You know, we just hear about the big major stuff. Yeah. You know, so they've had oodles and gobs of astronauts in outer space. But how many people been to the bottom of the ocean? Like ten, maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, that whole deal. Prayers out to them. Yeah, but, uh, definitely. It is definitely starting to come to the not so good hour. 
because, like I said, yeah. even even if they do find them coming up on tomorrow, you're, they're at, they're at the end of their oxygen level. They still got to have yeah. time to pull them up out of there. It's not like they can get out of a submarine or something and go in there and give them oxygen because right. it's too low. Yeah. You don't have there is no scuba deer that will, you know, withstand that pressure. So yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's it's looking all bad. It's looking bad. So, on some other gold digging news, um, so Scottie Pippen's ex-wife Lars is getting half of his basketball earnings. What is your thoughts on that? I have a problem with that whole thing because my thing is, at the end of the day, if that man has been playing basketball forever and that's his money. And all I'm screaming is, did you have a prenup? Right. And apparently, if she's getting half, they didn't. She's getting half. That ain't right. And having conversations with the media already about perhaps looking to into like having more, like want more kids. And, and then, of course, Marcus Jordan, he's just as retarded for even going with it. Like, yeah, you know. What? For a second, I thought, look, this is some publicity shit. He's going to fall and bump his head, and he's going to be like, you know what? This is not what I want. This is wrong. But it doesn't seem like it. I said it. How you doing? I said management in the house. In the building. What's up? What's up? So he says, pretending to the missing sub, first my prayers, but good information, George. But with Mimi in reference to spirits, I think that's who's sending signals. Uh Uh-huh. Leave us alone, you know. <laughs> right, for real, right. for real. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm big on that. I'm just like, yo, leave that stuff. Yeah, and leave it alone. Yes, <laughs> Trey, I do too. Like, hundred percent right. Yeah. Look, it's one thing that you, you already, you already have kids with the guy. You're gonna get something, regardless. You're gonna get something. But one thing is like, okay, I want half of what he got. I don't care what. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have done him like that. I just wouldn't have done him like that. You know, if, if you just don't want to be in this marriage anymore, then, you know, go about your business. But now you're going for a basketball player's son that could be your what? Son. <laughs> <laughs> Another basketball player's son could be your son. Like, right. stop. You know, to me, all, all that is all that is wrong. I just... I don't agree with it. I don't like it, you know. Um, and then you it, know the kids are in the middle of all that whole mess, and it just looks bad. What are you guys' it, thoughts? It is wrong because uh, Michael and Scotty were friends, <laughs> so that was wrong in itself. And yeah, she's definitely a gold digger. But I think that he also has a good case against her because he mm-hmm. can sue her for infidelity, and she won't get shit. <laughs> so. Um, and yes. he needs to explore that. Like she's she's already gonna get child support. We know this, but right. as far as half, no, he can sue her. He can really contest that and say, you know, we wouldn't be even going through this if not for the infidelity. So yeah. hopefully he hasn't been, you know, unfaithful to her, which prompted this. But you know, we don't know what's going on in their household. And when you really think about it. The whole thing is just messed up. <laughs> like seriously. Okay, so George, right. you're about to come up with some juice. Let me see what's. 
<laughs> well, this is what the, the infinite YouTube's Nino Brown um, has to say about it. Okay. Oh, Lord. Let me tell you something. A lot of you men in this generation is lucky. Because the generation I come from, the women was trying to lock your ass down and make you marry them at the age of 20. Out the gate, 18, getting married. In this era here, marriage taking them women from outside. They don't want no kids from your ass because that's going to keep them in the house. They don't want no marriage from your ass because guess what? That's going to tie them down to one man. And the way they loyalty set up like that, they can't do it like that. So you're lucky because here's why. Scotty Pippen, number 33 for the Chicago Bulls who played with the great Michael George, got to pay his ex-wife millions in a divorce settlement. Most women become millionaires through divorce. Most women create rich lifestyles off of child support from rich men. But loss of Pippen is built different. Not only did this woman manage to publicly embarrass her ex-husband, she took him for all his money. The man gonna got broke. Here's how. Now, y'all know Michael Jordan used to play with Scottie Pippen. They were teammates. They won six championships together. But now they just old ass ops that don't like each other. And Mike's still winning a battle that he ain't even got to fight. Because not only his son, Marcus Joy, is smashing Scottie Pippen ex wife, Scottie Pippen ex wife was granted half of his NBA pension for the rest of her life through a divorce settlement. And LA County Court awarded Loss of Pippen the rights to Scottie Pippen 401k and all his savings accounts. Scottie Pippen married Loss of Pippen in 1997, but the couple divorced in 2016. Since then, she engaged in a relationship with Michael Jordan's son, Marcus Jordan. And she done been in this relationship with Marcus Joy for the past year and a half or better. Scottie Pippen came out numerous times dissing Michael Jordan, talking about how he thinks LeBron James better than Michael Jordan. He couldn't stand Michael Jordan as a teammate. And Michael Jordan has yet to respond. He never responds. But guess what? No response is still a response because mm -hmm. his son is now smashing his ex-wife and spending all her goddamn divorce settlement. All the money going because she a goddamn cougar trying to keep up with that young book. Check this out. See, this is why you got to be careful who you marry. And you got to understand that marriage is a relationship business plan. As soon as the love phase, the business start, love don't pay bills, but child support do. Alimony do hell. Even Michael Jordan went through a bad divorce. Check this out. Michael Jordan married Juanita Jordan, but he got caught cheating in 1993, and she stayed with him through all the allegations. And guess what? He retired, and that's when she hired a divorce attorney. Her divorce settlement entitled her to have his earnings for the rest of her life. So every time you buy a pair of Jordans, she get had. Juanita Jordan net worth is close to $200 million. Now, Jordan is worth billions, so he blessed. But Scottie Pippen ain't got no goddamn billions, so he got to be depressed by this situation. Knowing that your ex-wife is dating your teammate's son that you do not like. The same son that she used to babysit while the team traveled for them away. Oh, my God. See, marriage is a beautiful thing. But you got to always make sure that you choose the best business partner. 
one that will love to stay in business with you. Because basically, in a nutshell, game said it best. Marriage is, I bet you half of everything I got that I could keep you as my wife. And guess what? Millions of men since the beginning of time have failed. Y'all make sure y'all comment below. Y'all make sure y'all subscribe to my channel. Y'all make sure y'all share this video. And make sure you send a prayer up for Scottie Pippen. Because he might got the pawn them championship ready. I she get a hold of his ass. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yay. Oh, <laughs> Scotty. Well, anyway. Good luck, brother. That's what happened when you get with these young girls, when you're playing basketball, and you're like, ooh, I got me the chick right there. That chick got you now. So all I can say is prayers up for him because, you know, some guys develop all kinds of issues, and the next thing you know, they... Anyway, yeah, so moving right along. Andre 3000 is coming out with the new album. I'm all for it because I like him. You know what I'm saying? I think he's straight away into some world of some stuff, but he's back, <laughs> you know? And I'm just excited to see what his uh, what his new project is going to sound like. Nobody has any comments on that. So I'm going to keep it moving.com. Okay, so another situation. Again, Kevin Cosner's ex-wife. <coughs> what is wrong with these women? She's requesting $248,000 a month in child support. Another one. Like, stay with Kevin Cosner. What did he do? <laughs> you know what I'm like, and she looks so much younger than him. I'm just like, you know what? This is, this is what y'all older men get, messing around with these younger women. I it's said it's a yeah in reference to Pip. Got to be more careful. Shaking my head. Yes, baby. I'm shaking my head, too. <laughs> I'm shaking my head at right. all these women getting all these men. But it's, this is like, it's, it's like the end thing now. Like, let's just go get this money and keep it moving.com. See, the thing about it, too, is that a lot of women do go through a lot of stuff when they be with these, um, you know, with these athletes and celebrities and stuff like that. Like, folks just go through stuff. You know what I'm saying? Maybe it's just time to move on. But don't take all the man money like that. Like, Okay. Big business. Yeah. It's called an investment. <laughs> and I'm going to move right along. <laughs> Tina Turner's, the late Tina Turner's son, Ike Jr. Yep. So reportedly, he was stopped and he tried to eat some crack cocaine when he was pulled over. Where he got charged with all that. My thing is, if you eat it, it's not going to make it any better. <laughs> You're going to risk death unless you're trying to die. You know, they're going to have to pump your system. Well, I mean, I ain't never heard of him, like, you know, in no light. So I'm just like, dang, like. Well, I'm pretty sure he didn't just get on crack cocaine since she no. passed away. I'm pretty sure he was out there no, already so giving his dad. No, um, he just tried to eat the shit because he got stopped. He's going through it. Yeah, he had the same 
He's got the same problem that she had, that she died from. Which, wow. if you remember, if we talked about it at her death on our show, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. told you <clears throat> her other three sons, the other three sons all died from that. Now, what you have to remember is um, all of this came from Ike. Uh, you'd say it might, <clears throat> you'd want to say it came from Ike side but because uh, he had the problem mm-hmm. but they all had this condition and everybody in the families has died except for junior wow and um, he's the only one that's actually her biological son the other mm. three the other three she adopted oh mm-hmm. wow yeah yeah she had they, she had she had, they were his, and she adopted them. Oh. He's the only biological son of both parents. Oh, yeah. so it must have came from so, father's side. But she had it, too. But she so, had it, too. Yeah. It, it's just a condition. That, Deep down in the genes on all, both and sides. They, and they've all, died, they've all died from it. He's the last one, and he's probably going to die from it, too. That cocaine got him. Let me stop. <laughs> I was just about to say, you know, some things just keep you alive longer. That's yeah, so I'll drink to that right there. I needed a sippy sip <laughs> on that one. Anyway, so well, I hope there's somebody out here to get him out of his little situation because it looks like he needs a little bit of help. Sometimes folks need direction. He probably needs to go sit down somewhere and cleanse and, you know, hopefully he ain't trying to die too, you know? Sometimes when people lose everybody, they just they just go in a different direction and can't be pulled out. Yeah. He's trying to get out, uh, just keep everything off his mind. I mean, it lost everybody to death. Yeah. You know, to an untimely death. Yeah. You know, so. And if money was left to him, whew, Jesus. And then with a drug habit, not good. Right. Yeah, not good. Well, prayers to him. And um, look, guys, that's all I got for the 411. There's a lot of stuff out there going on, but um, that's all I got for now. Do you guys have anything? Yeah, I wanted to um, also commemorate the fact that this is also the week of Juneteenth. It was Monday, June 19th. And um, I just wanted to briefly go over, because I don't think that a lot of people know why we celebrate Juneteenth. From a lot of the uh, posts and and, uh, things that I've seen, people don't really understand the true meaning of why Juneteenth is so significant in our culture. So basically, uh, Juneteenth is to commemorate the day of the Emancipation Proclamation, which was originally signed by uh, President Abraham Lincoln when the South uh, Robert Lee, General Robert E. Lee surrendered um, to the to the Yankees, as they call them. Uh, they surrendered to the North. And then um, Abraham Lincoln drafted the Emancipation Proclamation, which was supposed to free the slaves. And this was on January 1st in 1863. Well, this was a great thing. However, the Southern states, they weren't having it. They were not pleased. They didn't want to let go of their slaves. So some of them fled um, the South 
and they went to Texas. So Texas wasn't occupied by the Union Army. So they felt that they would be cool to go to Texas with their slaves who at that time didn't know that they were free. So they fled to Texas. These slaves didn't even know that they were free and had been free for over a year. So basically on um, June 19th, 1865, almost two years after the uh, original signing of the, Eman the Emancipation Proclamation, that's when the word got to all the slaves, everyone that was in bondage, that they were free and had been free for almost two years. And that's why we celebrate Juneteenth on June 19th every year, because that is the day that everyone found out they were free and knew they were free. And on June 17th, 2021, our President Joe Biden signed it into law, making it a national holiday. So that is why we commemorate and celebrate and honor Juneteenth because that is the day that we were free. People of color were free, slaves were free. And that is why it's not a diverse holiday. And I want to stress that Juneteenth is not a high holiday of diversity. So it's okay to celebrate Juneteenth and I encourage it, celebrate it with everyone. Everyone should honor this great day. However, don't change the meaning of why we celebrate Juneteenth and what it means to us. I mean, think about that. It seems like everything that we get gets whitewashed and changed. And that's not what should happen. They don't do that to Cinco de Mayo. You know, that's significant to a culture as well as Juneteenth is significant to the black culture because unless you were um, a white person that was a slave, which I clearly doubt, then it's not for you. You can celebrate it with us, but don't change the true meaning. Just because you try to whitewash history and make it more comfortable for, um, for white people, does not escape or erase the fact that that history happened. Slavery was a thing. Slavery happened. And someone uh, mentioned that, oh, well, you know, Black people, the Black kings sold their own people. Okay, that is true. They did. However, they did it under duress. And many of them didn't know what was going to happen to those people. And a lot of it, too, were, was fear. Imagine you're living in a country where all your weapons were spears and, and, and arrows or whatever, and these strange people arrive from another land with guns, and they probably arrived and just started shooting people just to show how strong they were, how they should be feared. And they used that fear to get people to do whatever they wanted to do. So if you were faced with saving your own lineage, saving your own family, as opposed to a few um, peasants or, or, or people, you know, in your kingdom to, you know, go abroad 
and, and you know, to become slaves or whatever, then you're going to do it because you're thinking about, you know, saving yourself, saving your family. And when you're, you know, put in that position, they really had no choice to do what they did. Doesn't excuse it, doesn't make it right, but it makes it more understandable why they did it rather than just say, well, you know, blacks, you know, sold each other. Well, that that is true, but you have to think of why that happened. And we see this fear mongering still today amongst um, people that are in power. They use the fear mongering to scare people into doing what they want them to do, like storm a um, the White House for um, January 6th. They use that fear mongering and they're still using the fear mongering for white people are being told that they're going to be erased, that they're going to be the minority because, you know, we're going to take over. Let's get this straight. We don't care what you people do. What we care about is us living our own lives to the best of our own abilities. We had Black Wall Street. What'd you guys do? You came and just destroyed it. We had our Black town. We had Oklahoma, the Oklahoma massacre. Why? Because Black people were prospering and thriving, not thinking about the white folks. And next thing you know, these white people ride in in hoods, dressed up like beds, and destroy everything. Why? Why? It's like we can't have anything and they try to insert themselves into everything. Let's get this straight, white people. Not everything is for you. Not everything is about you. There's enough room in this world for everyone. So just stop the shenanigans and stop the madness. And happy Juneteenth to everyone. Hopefully everyone <laughs> had a good time. That's how you really feel down. Okay. Well, I have a great understanding. That, that was a sermon. <laughs> yes, it was. It just angers me because the fear mongering is just ridiculous. The critical race theory. For what? Trying to erase that slavery happened, trying to erase that the trail of tears didn't happen. Because it's not only, you know, people of color, but also the Native Americans, they're trying to erase that as well. Like the Trail of Tears didn't happen. Like all of the Native Americans didn't get displaced and, and sent away. It's like white people walk in and say, okay, I want this. Oh, oh, it's inhabited? Oh, well, well, they got to go. And then they claim it for themselves. It's, it's just, it's ridiculous. And it's how it has always been and how it is still happening. And it just makes no sense. And But when you hear, and this is, and let me stress this, when you hear them say, oh, I'm not a racist. Okay. Or when you hear Trump supporters say, well, not all Trump supporters are racist. <laughs> so let's get on Trump. Okay. Well, but... but <laughs> Because when you hear them say, oh, well, not all Trump supporters are racist or not all white people are racist. Okay, that may be true. 
But all of them showed that racism was not a deal breaker. Ponder on that. All of them showed that racism was not a deal breaker. And the thing is too, the people in Germany, when the Holocaust happened, to this day, they are sorry for what happened. They're ashamed for what happened. They don't try to whitewash it. They don't try to erase it because it's uncomfortable to talk about or uncomfortable to remember. We have to remember the bad so we don't repeat the bad. That's what history is, not repeating the sins of the past. If you don't look back, then you can't move forward because you don't know where you <laughs> <laughs> and that's the truth of it. You have to know where you've been so you can progress forward. And you have to know the sins of the past so you don't repeat them. And people need to know what happened in history. So we don't repeat the bullshit. And that's where we are because everything old is new again. Old Jim Crow laws. Now we have new Jim Crow laws. Think about that. Next thing you know, we'll all have to pick out nice shady. Um, well, I won't because I'll be in the house. But we'll have to pick out nice shady patches in a cotton field because we'll be slaves again. Think about that. Because there are legislatures that are trying to reintroduce those same laws. Think about that. It's crazy. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. When people show you who they are, believe them. Believe them. Okay. All right. Well, with that, with that being said, <laughs> we're going to take a pause for the calls. Hey, everybody. It's me, CB. Join us every Wednesday for your midweek motivator. Offering you conversation, motivation, music, laughter, and a whole lot of fun. So tune in. Let's talk. Join us as we shake things up and talk things out. CB and the boys. Join us for your midweek motivation. See ya. motivation laughter and a whole lot of fun and we are back so i'm sorry about my uh <laughs> soapbox my man but i can't we know she about to, how you she about, to, she about to start with some movies that's about it 
are there some movies? You've been <laughs> you've been cut off. <laughs> Click. Now let's check out the movie with Crystal C. B. Booker. back all right yep there's movies go to the movies theater but when you walk in make sure you scan and look for the exits because you never know when something's gonna jump off so everybody go to the movies enjoy yourself it's a great summer there's a lot of good summer movies that are out transformers rise of the beast excellent film great 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 stunts good storyline good plot uh, it's classic Transformers, but Transformers at its best. Everyone should go see that. Also, um, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, very good. It is an animated film, but it is a good film. And it's getting rave reviews, so definitely go check that out. And um, The Little Mermaid is still doing well. Not, not as well, because a lot of people aren't going back to see it a second time, but... It had a great opening weekend, so that's that counts. Also, Fast X is still playing, so definitely go check that out. And soon we're getting geared up for the new Indiana Jones, which should be the last one with Harrison Ford. So everyone look forward to that. And if you're looking for a really good uh, summer film, Where the Boys Are with Connie Francis is a very good film. It's a classic with um, George, I forgot his last name. I didn't even think. Anyway, um, but it's a really good film. So if you want to check out Where the Boys Are, it's a good film, good uh, beach film about a coming of age, you know, college kids going to have one last romp before they graduate. So check it out. It's it's a good film. So yeah, that's it. So everybody go to the movies, enjoy, have fun, and get outside and enjoy the beautiful sun. Because soon it'll be fall and it'll be cold where you guys are. Well, not here where I am because, you know, we have sunshine and blue skies every day in Arizona. So if you're looking for a place to move, Arizona. Sunshine and blue skies and it's muggy as hell. And as soon as you take a shower, you got to jump back in the shower. Like, look. Not in Arizona, you don't. When you give us one, you got to give us all. Yeah, not in Arizona, you don't. No, no, no. I walked from the hotel to the car. I had a suntan. I was like, what's that? (laughs) (laughs) And it was bad because it was like in little areas. Here, here, here. I was like, what the fuck? Right here. Like, okay. Yeah, dry heat is a different heat. It is. It's like, see, the best way to describe it is putting your head in an oven. And pretty much that's it. (laughs) Because you can bake cookies in your car. It gets that hot. I, I know I've done it, and it, my car smelled amazing. Thanks for letting folks know that part. <laughs> <laughs> While blue skies and up, no, but it is it is beautiful though. It is beautiful. There's beautiful sceneries out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh well. Well. So let's get a little worthless information.
in the English language rhymes with month. The most common name in the world is Mohammed. The pound key on your keyboard is actually called octotroph. The only the only domestic animal not mentioned in the Bible is the cat. The dot over the little I, over the letter I, is called tittle. Spiral staircases in medieval castles run clockwise because all the knights used used to be right-handed. When intruding armies would climb the stairs, they wouldn't be able to use their right hand, which was holding a sword because of the difficulties of climbing the stairs. The slogan on the New Hampshire license plate is "Live free or die." Ironically, prisoners in the state penitentiary in Concord make those license plates. If you pass gas constantly for six years and nine months, you would produce enough gas to create an atomic bomb, and that's worthless information in ninety seconds or less. Okay, so okay. fifty-two years by how many years of farting? <laughs> <laughs> six by. years and six years and nine months. I done created some shit. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. Go look. Wow. Did you know the Eiffel Tower was taller in the summer than it is in the winter? What? Because it swells. Exactly. Metal expands in heat. Okay. Interesting, huh? That is pretty interesting. So for all the you people wanna... that are wearing metal and you're trying to get four feet taller because you want to be six four. Where you'd have they would have to physically stand in the sun all the time. Oh. Yeah. Okay. On another note, it's also impossible to tickle yourself. You ever tried it? Yes, I have. And it's annoying because it's it like if, if that work. person can tickle me, why can't I tickle myself in the same spot? Because you know it's coming. That part. <laughs> Interesting. Exactly. <laughs> Show. So, there you have it. So, in the world of sports, <laughs> and Roger's not here. So, um, former Steelers linebacker Clark Haggins, do you guys know who that was? Well, yeah. he passed away at 46 years old. They still haven't said what happened to him. But, um, yeah, it's just another sports death. You know? Lots of those going around. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. He was a pretty handsome guy. Young. Too young. 46. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So. So, Crystal. So, George. About that time. How do we know each other? <laughs> About that topic. What topic? Oh, uh, tonight. Oh, you killing huh? me, Smalls. Oh, you know, <laughs> I do have something in sports. Oh, the okay. Kansas City Chiefs are going to play the uh, Arizona Cardinals for the preseason on August nineteenth at seven p.m. here at the State Farm Stadium, and I'm going to be there. So I just thought I'd throw that out there. So you know. I watched the Chiefs clean up the floor with the Cardinals last, <laughs> last year, and I'm going to watch them do it again. 
this year. So, yes, very excited. <laughs> in the you world must of- be excited because that's the third week in a row you've told us that. Yeah, it's almost football season. This is significant. <laughs> I wait all year for football season. And now uh, it's going to be football season. And that preseason game is the kickoff of football season. Okay. Do not get that. It's important. Go Chiefs. Uh, you feel some kind of way about that? Yes, she does. <laughs> Just a I little bit. it could be football season all year round. I love football. That's the game. They would like never get a rest. I know. I understand. But I still, you know, love football. I wait for football because it's football. Football. Oh, righty then. So what happens was, on some other <laughs> we got an interesting topic tonight, guys. Um, CB? Yes. The topic is, is it possible? For friends and lovers and ex-friends, I mean, (laughs) friends and lovers and ex-partners to be friends and not friends with benefits. So I guess I'll start. Um, (laughs) I don't know. Possibly. You'd have to have like strong willpower. Because the thing is this, if you enter into a relationship as a friends with benefit relationship, then you already know what it is. Where also, but at the same time, in any relationship, whether it's platonic, be you know, BWF or whatever, there has to be a foundation of friendship because if you don't consider a person your friend, then you can't consider them your significant other. A foundation of friendship with an ex, though. It depends. Like I said, if you enter into the relationship and it's already a a friends with benefit thing, and then say somebody catches feelings, because depending on how long you deal with each other, it's inevitable. Somebody is going to catch feelings, whether it be on their side or your side. Somebody is going to catch feelings, especially if you've dealt with someone for years. At some point, some feelings are going to surface. But you can't be mad because when you entered into that relationship, you know, you knew what it was. It is what it is. You got to stay in your lane. Yeah, but that's not the question, though. The question is, can you have a friendship without the extra with somebody whom you've already been with? Right. And then, and then for the purpose of benefit. Mm -hmm. Yes. Am I saying, am I saying that right? Yep. Hell no. You got to leave that shit alone. (laughs) Cause it's only a matter of time before somebody (laughs) has feelings and it be the bullshit. If it wasn't for me, da, 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 or they'll see you out with your significant other and show out like no the way karma works in the universe you want to stay away from all that the more the merrier stay away and i'm just saying it just shouldn't be i need a drink on that (laughs) (laughs) no you don't go back to ex asking for ex for shit if you moved on period now if you haven't moved on well what if it happens just unintentionally, it's just like right place, right time. Right place, and right time, and you do what? 
with an X. Sleep with him. Oh, that's some crazy shit right there. Hell nah. Ain't gonna be no right place at no right time. Because at the end of the day, somebody made that happen. It ain't gonna be that. <laughs> what are we gonna do? Bump up at the club and be like, the bathroom is right there. <laughs> Depending on how freaky so, it was. So then so what you're saying is you can't be friends with an ex and I'm, I'm friends with all my not have not have any not have anything with them, not ever do anything with them again. Of course, of course. But I don't That's I don't question. Yeah, nah, but not not do nothing with them, period. Why would you want to? I'm not saying you want to. I'm asking you if you can. No. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'd just stay away all day. So you can be friends with an ex. Or no, you can't. I can be. I can be friends. But it's not going to be friends with benefits and contact and none of that shit. Because the first thing that's going to happen is, baby, remember when uh, we used to do this? And it's like, dude, it's like, I'm not even thinking on that, man. So you can be cordial friends. I can be be cordial. I invite do the nod when you you walk. But we ain't talking about what had happened was and when me, you and the dog just to go to the mailbox. Ain't gonna be none of that shit. You can't go hang out, go to the movies, none of that. Hell no, not ever. What? Not ever. Not even. Not the thought doesn't even cross the mind. No. So if you're like out and you're walking and you see this person and then you guys see each other, oh wow, good to see you. All right, go. All right. It's not even a conversation. (laughs) I, I just do the little head shake thing like. Mm-hmm. And keep it going. That's not being friends, then. We're not trying to be friends. I ain't trying to be friends with nobody. That's Bye. what the question is. Can you be friends with it? I can be friends, but I won't be friends. Big I'm, difference. I'm a little hardball. I know. There I you go. I'm, I'm something else. I know. I know. No, no, no. That, that's a totally fine. Because that that could go into another direction really quickly, right? You know, it can just go, and if and that's what we're that's that's what we're trying to establish. Look, and I'm not trying to say that I don't trust myself to the point where it's like, oh, there's a possibility. No, I don't even want to chance it. I don't want even want to give that individual the 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 what's the word? There's a word for it. I don't want to give him the ah. I don't want him to think that it's okay for him to come at me in a certain way because it's something that you've been accustomed to doing when you were together or when the breakup was fresh and all that good old stuff and you can tap back and all that bullshit. Like, nah, nah, you're not getting the possibility of none of this. And so, so you just got to keep it moving. So you can't have a platonic relationship with like your baby daddy. No, hell no. Nah. We ain't having no, no. They're grown. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> we ain't talking about shit. <laughs> Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just went in and I went in. <laughs> right. No. On to the next topic. I'm going to get a little controversial. Next topic. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I'm going to get a little controversial. I'd like to know what you guys think about critical race theory. About what? Critical race theory. Oh, God. You're going back to the races, the black and white thing. You just, you know, what kind of night are you having, Mama? No, I just want to know what you guys' take on that is. What well, you we, had a, we did a whole show on that alone. When did we do that? 
one of those nights when you weren't all here. Apparently. <laughs> Wait, so if I go back and find a flyer. Nah, don't saying. do that. Don't okay. do that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Because it happened. So what's but, your, what, what's your question? No, I mean, do you guys agree with the critical race theory, like in the schools and stuff, where they're trying to erase the history? Man, you just want to talk about that. You just really want to talk about that. Well, it's Juneteenth, and and with the things that are going on and stuff right now, it's just it's kind of significant. I'm yeah. just curious what you guys think. That's all. I don't think nothing of it. To be perfectly honest, I'm I'm I've been over that a very long time ago. When they started taking out music and they took out the Bible and not, the kids not being able to pray in the mornings like, you know, like they used to. And, you know, they started getting all crazy about, you know, the teachers praying in classes. And, and now you got all these different, you know, backgrounds and religions and shit and all this stuff. And it became some crazy stuff. I was just out of it. Like, you know what? They don't took music and the arts out of school. They don't. They messed the whole thing up. That you know, kids can't be as creative as they want to be, and they just can't have a good time because now everything, everybody's so touchy. Yeah. So, do you think you know? that government should have a say in everybody's lives, mm -hmm. like how everything gets um, implemented and how everything, you know, it's like basically the government is dictating what we do? No, we I don't give a shit about what the government thinks or how they feel or their rules and regulations or their changes or not changes because I don't live in a way where I have to depend on what the government says. Like, I just really don't care. Like I'm over all that. Cause if you have to sit back and, and think about the things that they want you to do or not do or whatever the case may be, this is what they need to do. They need to pay attention to these kids out here killing each other and really implement curfew all across the United States for these kids, a certain age group that are here in these streets and the parents that are allowing them to be out in the streets. Now, that's something to talk about, you know, but when it comes to like them running our shit, I don't even think about that no more. That's why I hardly watch TV. I do what I do, what I love to do in TV, film and music and artistry and the arts and everything that I love. And I just don't really pay too much attention to the government. If we keep listening to the government, we ain't going to end up, we're going to end up, we're going to end up in a really interesting situation. And I know that they do have some type of control as to what they do or how they do certain things, but you don't have to, you don't have to follow through with their ideas or their, you know, rules and regulations and however they're trying to regulate our lives. You just don't have to abide by it. But the thing is, we do. Here's the thing. So if the government decided that everyone who wears red gets arrested. And I they wear put, so much freaking red. I, I'm straight and, up. I'm, I'm in prison already. My under. And they put that out there. The police would have to adhere to, if they see someone in red, to arrest them. This is the thing, sis. That's not what we're. That's what. That's not what's happening right now. No, I'm using that as an example. I know that's um, a hell of an example. Like, give us an example of something that's really happening right now that's really affecting everybody right now, when it comes yeah, to the but government. I, I use that as an example just to show just how powerful the government is. They're not powerful at all. 
they instill, they instill that fear in people. That's the key. That's what I'm looking for. They're fear. instilling fear in folks. Yeah. That's why I don't give a shit. I'd be like, that's just not, you know, that's the reason why I left the government. I work for the police department. I work for the Department of Public Works. It was just always something. There's controversy and all of that. There's mess in all of it. I stayed the hell away. I was just like, and even Department of Labor, like when I first started working at the Department of Labor here in Georgia, I just had to get away from the government because it's all a mess. Yeah. And I just don't like being a part of mess. So I'm like, and nah, that, these folks are not going to control me. Yeah. And that's how, that's what they use, like you said, is fear. So the problem lies, like sometimes fear can be a good thing. Like if you are near fire, you don't want to touch it for fear you get burned. Mm -hmm. That's a good fear. But when fear is used as a weapon, as a sense to, as a source to control or to incite mob-like mentality, that's when it becomes a problem. And that is what is going on right now. Yeah, people you have want become time bombs. January 6th. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, a lot of these shootings that have been happening mm -hmm. with these mass shooters, they look and they see these manifestos that these psychos have left. And first thing they see are the, um, the Nazi sign. And then they see how in their mind, they feel like, you know, they're doing their duty to um, protect themselves or because they don't like a group of people, they just decide, okay, well, we'll just eradicate this group of people. So it's a real thing and it's scary. Yeah. You man. know, I remember a time when you could walk down the street and feel safe. Now you can't. And then there's this new thing I saw, um, a video on the shit new. unless you walk down the street with your 22. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. I feel with safe. 22. Right <laughs> yeah, 22 could still do damage. What's wrong with you? Yeah. It could still do damage. A 22 a 10 can do damage. <clears throat> a bullet. <laughs> Tricking yourself. And aimed in the right spot, it can do damage. I don't think anybody walks out say, you know what? I want to get shot today. Yeah, it's it not something anyone wants to do. It's it, I don't think people wake up and say, you know, hey. So when you think of what's going on now, and that is what's going on now. Like I said, I remember a time like, like George would know, I lived in Kansas City and I used to walk to Indian Springs from my house. There's no way that I would walk anywhere now unless I absolutely, absolutely, absolutely had to. And it had to be in the day. I remember I used to walk through Clam Park at night to go to my friend's house. So there's no way I would do that now. Kansas City is a little scary. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's a little, uh, just it's a little changed. like, okay, you know. It's changed a lot from what, uh, from what I hear. My mom keeps me abreast of what's going on in KC. And shout out to all our KC people. You know, we love Kansas City. That's always going to be my hometown, but Arizona's just home now. That's all. But I always love Kansas City. Kansas, love City, Kansas, Kansas City have some really, really good people, though. Yeah. I met some great, really great folks there. Like, I want to go back there for my birthday. Yeah. 
Kansas City is awesome, you know, and but the thing is you take your chances wherever you live. There's Hell really yeah. no safe haven anymore. No, of course school not. is not even a safe haven anymore. It used to be where if you were having problems at home, at least you're safe at school. If there was something going on outside in the rural, at least you were safe at school. Now not no more. Okay. Yeah. Going to the grocery store. You know, people are now taking more to having their groceries delivered because they're scared to go out to the grocery store. Because, you know, you just don't know where something is going to happen, but you can't live your life in a box, you know, expecting something to happen because then you risk the uh, letting life pass you by. And that's what you don't want because time is something that can be wasted, but shouldn't be, but it can be wasted. But time is also something that you can't get back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you can't live yourself, you know, live your life in a box thinking that oh, things will get better or I'll be safe here. You're not even safe at home. Hence right. home invasions. You just, there is no safe place. The thing is, you just have to be careful mm-hmm. and be, you know, be aware of your surroundings. And then I also want to say this to a lot of you influencers out there, you you young girls who um, are getting, you know, brand deals and you're getting contacted by, you know, hotels to stay at their property for a weekend. Just be careful because that's also a new ploy that they're using to kidnap you and sex traffic you. So just be aware and always do your due diligence. Don't just take something at face value because it looks good or sounds good. Because a word of advice, if it sounds too good to be true, then it is. And that's how what many of us have found. And some people have found that out the hard way. And we are also living in times where people are desperate. So if someone calls you up and tells you you've and you know you've applied for loans and been denied and you're in a desperate situation and then you get a phone call and they're telling you, you you've been approved for a $5,000 loan that you asked for, you know, and then they want you to go get a green dot card and they'll put, it's a scam. Don't fall for it. If it sounds crazy, then it is crazy. So in this day and age, we just have to be careful. Don't stop living your life. By all means, don't stop living your life. Live your life to the fullest, to the best that you can. But just be careful and be aware. Be aware. Okay. Look, and for you young girls that are out here listening to this show right now, or those parents that are watching, please get your girls to like stop going on the internet and hooking up with these deadbeats that are going to probably get them killed or snatch them into another country, because this is the thing. Until something bad happens to these girls, they won't stop. And it's interesting because it's happening a whole lot. And it's not only girls that are coming up missing, it's young boys that are coming up missing, being snatched too. Like it's all the way crazy out here. Like these kids are being shot and killed like left and right. Like the news is not even, this is no good news anymore. And then every now and then they want to put up the Wednesday child. And I just be like, you put up all this killing and all of a sudden you want somebody to adopt somebody like, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And then, so hot ass girls. Yeah. Keep your legs closed. Stay off the internet. Stop messing around with these guys that you guys think that they're the same age group. And when you meet up with them, they're grown old ass men trying to get to your Lolo. Mm -hmm. But then that also falls on the parents as well. You have to know what your child is doing. You know what? So I want to say something about that mm -hmm. because people say that when it comes to like, you know, the parents It's only so much you can control as a parent, unless this child, unless there is internet service that is out in the living room where everybody jumps online and nobody has computers in their room. Mm -hmm. But the way things are today, everybody has cell phones and these kids are just doing the most, you know, and no matter how much you think you can even trust your child in doing the right thing, they're going to be out there testing the waters because that's just what they do. This is true. You know? But if you don't let the technology well, babysit your kids, like people are... Exactly. That's what I was just going to say. That's part of the problem. I'm sorry, say tell, that again. Cell phones and video games have become babysitters. Yes. Of course. Of course. There's not, there's not the let's have dinner, leave the cell phones off the table anymore type shit. Everybody's on. Everybody's at the dinner table with their cell phones. There's no conversation. There's no love anymore. Everybody's just a bunch of robots, and the robots have taken over. <laughs> yeah, but AI is amazing. I'm sorry. I'm always singing the praises of AI. AI is the shit. <laughs> it well, is. well, I'm gonna say this because I just um, I just actually did some stuff with with this little AI app, and it. It was freaking amazing. It actually freaked me out <laughs> because I can do some serious letter writing and shit now. Like I don't have to sit down and bust my brain and bubble anymore. So AI is good for a couple of things. Mm -hmm. The problem is I think when we download programs like that on our cell phone, we got to be careful. I don't know. It's just something about this whole AI thing. I feel like they could just, well, you know what? Look, look, look. Anybody could just jump into your cell phone and snatch your shit. So it just doesn't matter. Just do me a favor. Don't call none of my people on my phone talking about it. I'm calling <laughs> on behalf of Mimi Acosta because that's a damn lie. <laughs> Ain't nobody calling on my behalf. If I'm not calling myself, you don't hear my damn voice on the other side of that phone. No. And ask it some <laughs> questions, okay? They come talking about, oh, this is Mimi Acosta. Hey, how you doing? And they manage to, to get my voice because mm -hmm. that's what's happening now access some interesting questions that only you and I would know. Exactly. That's what I do. Like on Facebook, if someone, especially like I got a experiment request from my mom and I was like, this is crazy because we're already friends, number one. And so I was asking, I was like, so how do, how do you know me? How, how have we met? And whoever it was, they couldn't answer. Like we, <laughs> I think they said something, we went to school together and I'm like, well, let me see my mother. Be like, I'm your mother, dummy. <laughs> yeah, so it's like, you know, people are hijacking people's Duplicating accounts. Duplicating your accounts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, catfishing is real. Yeah. You know, and when that's why when um, someone asks or, asks or a friend requests me or sends a message on Facebook, I always ask them questions that only me and that other person would know. And you know, you just have to be careful. And, and you just mentioned snatching. So also, let me say that it's not just young girls that are getting snatched, but also 
older women, women of our age are also being accosted. Like they don't care who it is. And I guess there must be a shortage that they're, you know, moving up the age bracket because let me tell you, let me tell you something. I'm going to say this right now. We Mm -hmm. will die. You hear me? We will die. You're going to have to kill me. Right. You ain't going to let me, you ain't, you're not going to let me live. That's just not going to happen. You're not going to allow me to survive that fight. That fight will be real. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and I walk with I walk with 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 stuff on me now, and I'm always ready. Do not ever walk up on me talking about hey, because you might get stabbed. Like I'm so serious with it now, mm-hmm. because things are so Definitely. crazy out here. You just don't know who can walk up on you or run up on you, and you're gonna run up on some shit. You run yeah. up on this, so mm-hmm. yeah. To all the it's- people I like to say boo, because I've I've watched some. Crazy so though. violent. Hey, you know what? I got to survive this crazy game out here, okay? Mm-hmm. So don't try to snatch Mimi Acosta because I'm telling you, now nah, you won't do <laughs> She know how to. <laughs> but the thing is, we have to be that way. You have to be vigilant. And the thing is, being aware of your surroundings. People being aware of your surroundings is key. It's everything. If you know that you're going to the mall, don't park next to a van. Don't park next to a truck. If if at all. What if you come out the mall and the van's parked next to you? Will you not go to your car? Uh, Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Go get a security guard. That's what they're there for. Mall security will walk you to your vehicle if you don't feel safe. That's what they're there for. Mm-hmm. So if you are walking to your car and you see that a van is parked next to you and you don't feel safe going to your car, mm-hmm. go back in there and get the mall security. They will walk you to your car. Yeah, most, I mean, most recently I was actually, um, I had actually went to my car and I was sitting there. I Well, I had just pulled up and I'm looking at this van and the van is like a couple of, lanes over but i'm looking at the van and people are sitting in the van and i'm like until that van pulls out i'm not i'm not gonna i'm not gonna come out mm-hmm. and of course they didn't come out and i just decided you know what maybe today's just not a good day to go to the grocery store i'll just come back tomorrow right and i just left i did something just in me just felt weird and i was like nah i don't like how that looks it could have been well it, very innocent but i don't know and i didn't want to take the chance exactly yeah exactly yeah. live so, to fight another day that's what it's all about Keyword living. <laughs> yeah, I didn't feel like fighting. Mm-mm. I wasn't dressed to fight. I was in my cute little outfit. I had my little heel on. Yeah. <laughs> Take the heel and, and stab them in the forehead. <laughs> Mimi. That's we'll make sure all of make sure if if they've seen this podcast, <laughs> they're not coming after you. <laughs> they're gonna be like, leave that. Little motherfucker alone. <laughs> <laughs> they want to, I'm telling you. Oh, excuse me. Warning the following video contains explicit language, which may be offensive to some viewers or inappropriate for children. The content within this video is intended for mature audiences only. And there you have it. And there you have it. <laughs> I'm just saying, man, I'm just saying, I'm very aware of my surroundings. I don't go nowhere and just stop my car and get right, jump right out and mm-mm. 
I sit down for a while. I watch everything around me, all the movements, who's coming, who's going. It takes me a while. And then I get out. And when I'm coming back, I'm looking at everything around me. You know, when I go to the gas pump, as soon as mm -hmm. I get out of the car, I lock it with the alarm. You know, I go in, I come back, and I'm not going to get in until that gas is pumped. Yeah. And I'm going to look at the surroundings before I even get in it. Because yeah. folks are just that fast. Yeah, there's this new thing called jugging. And what it is, is if you have, like, any of your car doors unlocked, they can get into your car and either steal your purse or whatever you have. Or some have gotten in the back seat of people's cars. Mm -hmm. And like hid back there to um, do whatever they're going to do to them. It was one was caught on camera at the gas station and lucky the gas station attendant was, you know, looking at the cameras and saw that person get into this old lady's, the backseat of her car. And she, uh, the gas station attendant came outside and told the lady, you know, she needed to come back inside mm -hmm. and let her know that, there was someone hiding in her back seat and they, and when she saw that she had already called the police. And so the police came on scene and they pulled the dude um, from on the floor of the mm -hmm. back seat. He was hiding. So, you know, like you, like you were saying, like locking the doors, you know, and making sure the alarm and stuff is on because you just, you don't know what's in the hearts and minds of people. And many people are desperate these days and they don't, care you know they just they don't care mm -hmm, mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. it's just and it is a scary thing and it's called jugging right and I'm like that's crazy um, and the sad part is it's a thing i'm trying to figure out where the hell did they come up with this damn name jugging <laughs> some criminal that came uh, up with the shit and spread yeah, the word right it's stealing motherfucker yeah <laughs> They already made a word for it. It's called stealing. <laughs> Fuck you mean? That's Dug just it. another word. Look, stealing is stealing in general. Drugging yeah. is the gas station shit or the anywhere <laughs> shit for that matter. <laughs> Jumping in your car. Apparently shit. it's a bank thing here, around here. I will put on my seatbelt so damn tight and crush into a wall sideways. Okay. Just pulled up a news article about them jugging on 95th, 95th and Quivera. What? Oh, they following people from banks, and when they go to their next destination, they get out, they get out their car, and leave their money in the car. They go in and steal it out the car. Wow, that's crazy. Well, that's stupid. Anyway, I would never leave my money anywhere. Mm -mm. It'd be in my pocket. So if you're gonna steal my money, you're gonna have to steal me, <laughs> and that might pose to be a little okay. problem. Because <laughs> I'm right. that motherfucker. I'm just saying. Jugging. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. Who the hell came up with that word? <laughs> A motherfucker with no English literature about himself at all. The fact I can say, what your name is? <laughs> right. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, it is crazy how they come up with these things. So crazy. Right. So on the submarine, did they ever say how it got lost or what the hell happened? Or do they just not know? 
They don't know. They don't know. They you know, lost that, communication that don't, that don't and they don't right. know why. It could have been a suicide mission. Because I heard that the submarine... <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> for saying that, Father God. That sounded so bad. I, <laughs> I, heard I said that. that shit so casually. Oh, maybe it was a suicide mission. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> well, I was talking to my daughter and she was saying that the submarine was um, kind of like jerry rigs that it was uh controlled by like a a game controller <laughs> it wasn't like high tech i know it wasn't high tech when i saw the shit i was like yeah. what kind of booty ass freaking submarine is this what does, what the hell is this thing made of but- yeah yeah trey said he heard about it too it was like remote control type so it it was not high tech and for them to have paid that much money. That is high tech for it to be remote control. That's even more high tech. What do you mean? Well, it was like controlled by a game controller type thing. It was right. it was weird. But it wasn't like when you look at it, it doesn't look like it costs millions and millions of dollars. Nah, this shit looked I'm like saying. some kids made it in a yeah, lab. Exactly. Exactly. They they did. <clears throat> they did. They did what? See, it looks like some kids made it. They yeah. Did. Yeah. So SpaceX, which is the company, mm-hmm. its chief engineer is fourteen years old. Wow. Fourteen year old genius. A genius that came up with a submarine that's going to go down and never come up. Okay, cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not like it's their first mission. They've. It's the last one though. It, <laughs> oh my bad. Oh, my bad. It ain't gonna be. Okay. It ain't gonna be the last one. Well, <laughs> Somebody gonna be down there right behind them. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Some idiots. And it's always these. These just can't leave shit alone. They just can't. Just think about it. When you walk into a, a an abandoned building or say, for example, a prison that's been abandoned for years, next thing you know, they're coming with the ghost mobile and, and all this technology to try to talk to a fucking ghost. Like, they just can't leave it alone. They, they cannot. You know, they run to danger. We run away from it. They run to it. It's just so stupid to me. It makes no sense. Like if we heard gunshots, what are we gonna do? We're gonna run. Now these motherfuckers are gonna go run to it. Like, what was that? Oh, let's go see. No ma'am, no ma'am, no ma'am. So Crystal be on one, man. Wow. <laughs> so well, well, stupidity infuriates me. I'm sorry, but it course. does. So and we are surrounded out. by stupid. We're living in the age of stupid. We really are. Uh-oh. Bring it, George. Let's check out this two-minute two minute spot here and see what it has to say. Okay. The teams were racing around the clock trying to uh, rescue the five members of a group that went down in, in a submersible that has been missing since Sunday. Uh, it's in the North Atlantic pretty remote area and then they were supposed to go 
to a depth of uh, nearly two and a half miles uh, where the uh, Titanic wreckage is located. It's a very deep area, so it's hard to find an object that's not much bigger than a van. You know, you have to look both on the surface and below the surface because, you know, it could be floating, but it could be underwater. So it's just a huge amount of space to look in and, um, and in a pretty remote area. So that combination makes it difficult, makes it hard to get the, uh, the ships out there. You know, you can get the planes fast enough, but not just ships that are supposed to help in the search. Apparently, it was one pilot and four crew members. I think they call them mission specialists. They're, they're essentially tourists. They have a little bit of training and they have a, you know, quite a bit of interest in what this uh, company, uh, Ocean Deep, offers with this trip to see the wreckage of the Titanic. You know, it's a unique experience. The uh, cost of the trip right now is about $250,000. So it's a curiosity and it has drawn a uh, it has some interest from, from some people who can afford it, uh, but it, it has some risks. The initial amount of oxygen and fuel and survival capability was supposed to be four days worth. So that puts the potentially devastating consequences coming around on Thursday. And there's a report that came out from the New York Times saying that um, a, um, a trade group had in 2018 written a letter to OceanGate, the company, warning them about their approach to developing this vessel called a Titan, saying that they weren't sure that this vessel was uh, really safe, saying that it may not be uh, sticking to uh, industry standards, and they were concerned about potentially catastrophic outcome mm. and the impact it would have on the industry itself. Mm. Like I said, they can't leave it alone. They cannot leave it alone. There are some places that we weren't meant to go. If we were meant to go and walk on the bottom of the ocean, we would fucking have fins. I mean, we deep sea fishing fins. is beautiful, but you know, not into the abyss. I'm sorry. It just it doesn't make sense. And then by looking at the vessel, why would you even get in it? Because it doesn't look safe. One. It's no bigger than a minute. So you know you're going to be stuck in that little damn thing for at least five hours to get all the way down there, number one. So it's like, it's just, it's so stupid to me. You know, it, it just, it, it makes no freaking sense. I said, it said, the producer of The Simpsons and others spoke about how when they went on the sub, it had issues with communication. Well, yeah. You know, it just doesn't make sense to even risk $260,000 to die. Yeah. So it's four people. That's, 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 a, that's, a, that's a pair. That's a, that's a pair. No, it's a pair. Cause it's only 125,000 a person. Only. 125. Yeah. Only. 125,000. Yeah. Not $125,000. 125, $125,000. Let that marinate. Wow. <laughs> To literally get in a tin can, literally. Let's see what so Dr. Kenneth let, now, let us have to say. Now, now they permit. <laughs> what you say? <laughs> He's got to say. What's this guy talking about? So now they're they're well, they're talking about their oxygen levels. Well, they're gonna bring in all kind of rescued. experts. They're, they're rescued after um, after the oxygen levels um, uh, uh, drop too low. 
you know, they're not going to be able to rescue themselves. Um, they'll have to be carried out. And um, depending on how long and how low um, the auction has been, will determine, you know, what the, the long-term outcome is. Can people survive after uh, exposure to, to those conditions? Yes, they could have um, damage to the nervous system or heart in extended time. So really, it's going to be um, a, a gradual deterioration. So I don't think they should give up. I think they should, they, should, they should keep their efforts going, you know, to see if they can get them up in time. Absolutely. The diameter of the submersible is actually significantly less than this chamber. So because it's the confined space, you can imagine, you know, how difficult it is to control the interior environment, you know, the humidity, the temperature, the oxygen level, and the carbon dioxide. But if they're still alive, they're doing everything they possibly can now to survive. They're smart and they know the, the steps they got to make. Look at that little shit. Hell no. Look at that little shit. You're literally getting into a sardine can. No. Not even a tin can, a sardine can that you're crammed in there like sardines. There was like, there's no level of comfort. Five hours in that? You spent 125000 or 260000 for that? It's 10. No. 10 hours. No. 10 hours. That's even worse. No. Five hours one way. That's stupidity. So you know what? It, no, they say it's, it's bad to speak ill of the dead, and but that's just stupid. What happens happens. What they get is what they get. You, if you're that stupid, then hey, stupid is as stupid does. Okay. Hey, people looking for adventure. People yeah. looking for adventure. Both of them are. Mm. Well, I'm not big, well, they got it. and I want to go on a um, I want to go on a tornado expedition. <laughs> I, I have. I've been on many. I do. I've I been do. on many. I've always wanted to go on a tornado expedition. I no. mean, I've been in one good one when I was in Hurricane uh, Maryland, but um, but that wasn't an expedition. That was a freaking experience. You know, but I would love to go on a tour. I love tornadoes. I just, I hate what they do, you know, but I just, I just love nature. I just love to see things happening, you know? I like when nature strikes, like when someone does something stupid and nature's like, don't do that, dumbass. You know what? You're talking about folks being struck by lightning because that's what that sounds like you're about to say. No, lightning, that's something that's beyond your control. But like for example, there's a crocodile on a, on the oh, bank, Lord. and you, it's sitting there sunning itself on the river. And you take a stick and you start to poke said crocodile. And next thing you know, said crocodile has your arm in said crocodile's mouth. That's stupidity. Exactly. It just makes no sense. Like there are people that pay money to wrestle bears or to pay money to wrestle crocodiles. <laughs> Trey, shut up. <laughs> Trey talk about me move up here to Tomato Alley. Tornado Alley. Tornado Alley. Yeah, no, Kansas, Kansas is City thing. is Tornado Alley. Yeah, I'm not trying to move there. I'm not trying to move into the situation. I just want to see it with my own eyes. That's all. 
That's all. No moving. <laughs> it's a proven fact that the so, richest people aren't always the smartest. They mm -hmm. pay for ideas Preach. Uh -huh, and workers to implement their mission. That is so mm -hmm. true. Preach. That is so true. Preach yeah. it. At the cost of everybody's lives. Look, I got the money. Mm -hmm. We going. What? Right. But yeah. that's the difference between sense and common sense. And there is just not a lot of common sense these days. And one of the passengers was a kid, right? Uh, no. No? No. They were all adults? Okay. Yeah. I thought they said that one of the passengers was a was a kid or you know, a teenager or some shit. All stupid adults with nothing left, nothing else to do, apparently. <laughs> yeah, let's go to the bottom of the ocean, you know. Hey, why not? In a tin can. Yeah. There's a chance we might not go back, but hey, at least we went. <laughs> All right, our names will be in the history books. Yeah, it's being the stupidest people to walk the planet. I knew you was going to say that shit. <laughs> I almost didn't want to say it when it came out already. I mean, it's a difference. It, I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's just our mindsets. But if I walk into a house... And it's, you know, abandoned. I'm looking at it for the first time. Everything is good. And then I hear a voice that says, get out. I'm going to leave. Oh, it's time to go. But from what I've seen with these, they move in and call in um, Ghostbusters. <laughs> this is just for you, Mimi. <laughs> they say a picture is worth a thousand words, but for storm chasers, it can mean life or death as they risk their lives to capture some of Mother Nature's oh, fiercest look at that beautiful. I spoke with a local woman about her passion for running toward Mother Nature when most of us run away from it. When nature strikes, one woman is usually within striking distance, camera in hand, and ready to document nature's wrath. Anything outside having to do with outdoors, I love to shoot the landscape. I love shooting astrophotography. Grace Bailey says she always had a love for photography, but it wasn't until the early 2000s when she would invest in her first camera. You know, a Canon Rebel or whatever it was. And I started taking pictures of the kids, but then I started to realize that it, it took really great pictures. These new digital cameras, even in 2003, would take great photos. The rest, she says, is history. The dogs and the wildlife and watching coyotes run in the, in the desert. And it just took off from there. The West Texas native turned to Sony captures everything from weddings to graduation. Pretty much if I can point my camera at it, I wanna shoot it. She even spends a few weeks storm chasing in the Midwest every year. But it's Tucson's monsoon season that gets this mother of three's adrenaline pumping. It was just something else finally to experience the monsoon for yourself especially if you've ever had any kind of passion for weather. Since turning her hobby into a passion, Ooh. Bailey says she's learned a lot about the art Ooh. of storm chasing. When I first started, I was just trying to take pictures and I would just take push the, the shutter button over and over, hoping to get a shot of lightning. Setup is so important. The storm chaser says it's all about patience and being yeah. in the right place at the right time. Capturing a bolt striking the mountain peak it, it just involves a little bit of patience. Obviously, it took me six years to get that shot. The photo that took six years to capture is this one. Shot just right over there. A breathtaking lightning bolt striking the top of Elephant's Peak. Look at that. Passion comes with its wrist. Bailey says she goes through every precaution before chasing 
her next million. Oh, that's job. beautiful. Well, I, I got struck by lightning. In yeah, she's making money. Through her relentless pursuit, she's captured dozens of breathtaking photos. Something she takes. Oh my God! Look at you that. You want your work to be shared and to have that seen by so many others and to be recognized after all of that hard work that goes into really trying to just not just capture a, a, a normal shot, but to capture and bring home something extraordinary. Bailey encourages every other aspiring storm chaser to get out there and document their own stories through the power of photography. If you have a, 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 just, just a cell phone, start taking pictures. Don't wait to try to upgrade your equipment to start enjoying these beautiful skies. Well, experts are predicting an average monsoon season for 2023. An average <laughs> monsoon for Tucson is still a great monsoon. Bailey is eager to spend the time outdoors, capturing the essence of Mother Nature and the beauty of Tucson. Can you imagine just envisioning all of the potential um, with saguaros and the and the coyotes and all of the beauty that Sonoran Desert provides, and then put a huge bolt of lightning on top of it all. It just it it, it goes without saying. Wow! As a photographer and a fellow photographer, respect because you know she's she's good, you know, and she definitely does put her life at risk. But those are some heard amazing say, shots. Some you heard her say she got struck by lightning in two thousand and one. Yeah. But she didn't let that stop her. You know, she has resilience. So, you know, shout out to her. You know, I'll I'll stick with I love taking nature shots, but you know, yeah, no, I like taking rainbows and I love doing cloud pictures. I have tons of cloud pictures that are all over the internet that I've taken, but Man, you know, and I like going to the airport and taking pictures of the planes, um, taking off, landing. Um, you can get some really good shots just by pointing your camera to the sky because you never know what you're going to get, what you're going to see. But I love photography. I've been doing photography for well over 20 years. Um, I started small, like doing weddings, and I vowed I'd never do another wedding. You couldn't pay me to do a wedding. The only way I do another wedding is for a million dollars. You give me a million dollars, I'll shoot your wedding, but not for under <laughs> that. A million dollars. Seriously. A million dollars, a million. That is how frustrating and tedious it is because when you do a wedding, you are dealing with not just bridezillas, but you're dealing with the brides, what they want. You're dealing with the grooms. You're dealing with the mother of the bride. You're dealing with bridesmaids. You're dealing with so many different personalities all at once. And you have to take control of the whole situation because the bride doesn't know what she wants. She knows she wants pictures, but she doesn't know what picture she wants. So you have to take control of the situation. And the thing is, if you're not a people person, then photography is not for you. So I do portraits. I do boudoir. I do it all, but I refuse to do another wedding ever. My last wedding, as a matter of fact, was in Kansas City. And the groom was late for his own wedding. The wedding was supposed to start like at noon. And the wedding did not start till four because the groom disappeared. He was off somewhere playing Call of Duty and almost yeah. missed his wedding. <laughs> and funny. for me, that was it. I was done because it was, it was crazy. I'll never forget that. I will never forget that one. 
And that's what made me decide I'd never do another wedding ever, 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 ever. No. Oh, wow. People don't ask Crystal to take a picture of your wedding, right? Yeah. It's not going to happen. Unless you, you have you can ask, but it'll cost you a million dollars. That's right. Asking ain't getting. <laughs> Asking ain't getting. Anyway. Because it's like you can ask till the cows come home, but just because you ask does not mean you're going to get. Uh oh. Bring it, George. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> He's going to be. It's going to be me, me one day. <laughs> what a monster. Two of them now. Holy shit, look at that. Ooh, yes, look and at that. And they're dropping straight towards it. That's close friggin' enough, man. You know, many of storm chasers have lost their lives doing this dumb shit. Yeah, of course. There's that's too freaking cool. Look at the cars that are there. Mm -hmm. Oh, that is that is not cool. Oh it's yeah, stupidity would, at its uh, finest. Uh, uh, that's too close. Oh my god, but it's beautiful though. Look at that. Look at nature. Just think of that as a big old fireball. You Man, know it's going to be hot, yet you're going to go towards it anyway. That's the shit though. Look at that. That's like touching fire. The wind, just the sheer wind power oh on a tornado. God. They are too close. It's crazy. Wow. Yo. It's crazy. <laughs> Thank you, George. <laughs> that is crazy. Uh, others are going to be like, yeah, she is twisted. Mm. <laughs> Gone with the wind, fabulous. I love it. I love it. I'm sorry. I just, I just love it. So, I'm, so I must say, I, I, I myself am fascinated by tornadoes, and I have done my fair share of tornado chasing. You Yay! gotten close like that? I don't think I've gotten quite as close as that car was, mm -hmm. but that's too close. The closest I got, I was. Well, it probably was that close because what we were, we all ran up under a bridge. A bunch oh. of people. It was you a bunch said of people on, ran? on two sides of Yeah. Shit. Well, we drove under okay. the bridge. Okay. And okay, then okay. got out the cars and ran up to the, the, the point where the bridge meets the ground. You know, that you right. run up the wall. Right, yeah. Right. I mean, there's probably I say anywhere from fifteen to twenty people under this bridge. I... And women and children. And it was windy as hell. It was definitely windy. Yeah. Um uh, after it, the tornado went by, we all came up and we actually seen the path that it took right across the highway, the bridge we were under, mm -hmm. and it just took the concrete right out of the ground. You could oh. just see where it, you could see the path that it took by, and it went back and hit the town that we had just came out of. Oh. And we had just we had just ate. Um, we were we were coming out of Denver. We had just ate at this. Mm -hmm at this uh, little small town cafe. Mm -hmm. And when we went back into the town, it was gone. It was leveled. Oh, see, that's the only part that I don't like. Like I would watch the news and I would see what it does to towns and stuff like that. And I'll just sit up and I'll just be like, no, 
but yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. but you know, shout out to those who do risk their lives to get that footage because if not for them, we wouldn't be able to see mm-hmm. what it looks like or to catch, you know, those to capture those moments. We never would you know, get that opportunity to see it. Oh well, shit! I so think we will because at oh, the yeah. end of the day, you still got the news channels that well, look at the thing that, footage. Look at the things that people went through just for the technology to learn about it. You know, yeah. I mean, you got to remember the movie Twister was based on real events. Yeah. Yes. You know, yeah. I mean, it was exaggerated, you know, to an extreme, right. but right. it was still based on real events. They that was a they. Re- people really had that machine and they right. really did have to put it in the path of a tornado in order to figure out what the tornado does. One of yeah. my favorite movies, whenever it shows, I don't give a shit if it has commercials, mm-hmm. I will sit up and watch it. Yeah. Twister is a good movie. It's yeah. Good. Oh, yeah. It's, a good it's a pretty good movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause we're coming up on monsoon season um, here in Arizona. Uh, it starts in July and Usually with monsoon season, that's when we get the really good breezes and we get a lot of rain. We're also coming up on um we're also coming up on Shark Week. I love Shark Week. I can't <laughs> wait. I can't okay. wait. This is the part where y'all lost your goddamn mind. <laughs> I, I fucks with a lot I fucks with a lot of shit, but I don't fuck with no sharks, goddamn. Yeah. I love it. I love it. I would I love, love to it. swim with the sharks because really sharks don't really give a fuck. Okay, so you know you what? Right, that's the problem. You're not going too far with the shit. You know, I just want right. to look. I want to sit back and watch it on the big screen and watch the guys on the expeditions out there yeah. with the sharks jumping out and eating other fish and all that shit. I ain't trying to swim in a goddamn shark. I'd love to like get in a shark cage. Catch you know? that bitch on a bad day, chump chump, <laughs> eat her ass. Mimi Acosta eaten by a shark, dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> no, she was on CB on the boys. Be my luck. Be my luck. The chain would break. The cage would fall to the bottom of the ocean, and I'd be fucked. Yeah, that that would be fucked up. Yeah, perhaps I won't go into any shark cages anytime soon. But I just love sharks. They're such fascinating creatures, and they're so beautiful. I love watching the air sharks, like when they jump out of the water. I like I watching yeah. right, right through the camera screen. <laughs> <laughs> or through the glass <laughs> at SeaWorld. <laughs> oh, look, it's so pretty. <laughs> I love whales, too. Orcas are, like, my favorite, but I love humpback whales, too, because they're beautiful. Blue whales are gorgeous i just i love sea i love sea creatures okay. i love sea I did, on you know? on our last cruise to the bahamas i did get to watch a school of dolphins sweet oh. i love dolphins. playing in the water swimming alongside of the boat i did get oh. to see that that's oh. something you don't see often yeah that's beautiful. dolphins out in the wild doing that that was yes. cool yeah that's that sweet. sounds like it was yeah I wouldn't mind taking another cruise, you know, going someplace cool, though. I don't know. Well, well, we did just, uh, we did just uh, <laughs> book another cruise. <laughs> yeah. Why does that not shock For her birthday week uh, to Haiti? 
Oh, I finally going to get to Haiti, huh? Remember, we was going to go to Haiti last time. And, yeah, and we didn't get to go. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, we did do a Bahamas Hades cruise. That'll be we fun. Are, you guys are going to have to look at that right now. And we found a pretty cheap one, too. Really? Because yeah, cheap and cruise don't go hand in hand. So it's only, only 350 bucks a person. Only? Okay. But you know I have to have a balcony, so for me it'll be fourteen hundred no matter what. You in a damn balcony. Yeah. Damn right. Once you've had that experience, you will not settle for less. Let's get this straight. When you have a balcony, you have the most beautiful view, especially during the day. It is gorgeous. Plus, at night, if you want to have your little drink sitting on the the balcony, sitting outside, looking at what you can't see. It does not did guys, matter. It's did the you guys, ambiance. Did you guys see what I said? It just said. What? He said supposedly, if ever attacked by a shark, punch it in the punch nose in and the nose. then swim away like you didn't just hit it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I said it just so you know, because uh, if y'all remember, we had this conversation and I said something about that, and you were like, "How do you know that?" So that is true. Yeah. But here's the problem. Uh oh. That in water, back more pissed off. in water, uh-huh. having being able to swing with enough force to hit him in the nose, mm-hmm. and to be conscious enough to do it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Because you still yeah. got to punch him like you punch like you would punch a person, and that's yeah. hard to do in the water. Yes, yes, yes. Especially but, if it's but, chomping on your ass and it's got your leg, you can't like reach down and punch it in the nose. That's that's true facts though. The nose yeah. is the weakest point on a shark. Yeah, it disorients. They hit hit him hit him in the nose. Stab it in the eye. That works. That's too. my thought. That's a fact. I'm going for the eyeball. Yeah. You can't eat what you can't see. This is true. <laughs> that part. But if I'm bleeding, that shit is mm. coming after my ass. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be like chomp, 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 chomp. It's you somewhere. But as I was saying, like with the balcony, once you've had that experience, you don't want to go back to just looking at a wall. Heck no. If you're going to get on a cruise, get the problem is, it's so problem is, Crystal, you spend the whole damn cruise in your room. Yes. And and loved it. And we'll do it again. I don't get those moments to sit on a ship. In the middle of the ocean, with the beautiful ocean air and the breeze coming in, and this beautiful suite, this beautiful room, and a balcony over the ocean. It is amazing. So, yeah, I'll pay $1,400 over and over to have that experience, if that's how much it is. I don't care. And plus, I have time to pay for it. So, I don't care. But if I'm going to take a cruise, I'm taking that cruise and having that experience again. Oh, yeah. And be like, knock, You're knock. I'm on the balcony. Okay, see you later. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. Solitude is something that you don't always get, especially when you have you know a regular hustle and bustle life and you're busy doing things. Just to have well, the solitude to sit and do nothing. You might as well just get a pontoon boat. 
No. <laughs> in a pontoon boat and sit on that. No. <laughs> Same thing. A lot cheaper. Because no. you ain't playing for the pool and the restaurants no. and all that shit. <laughs> no. Because it is a lot harder for a sea creature to sink a pontoon. I mean, to sink a ship than a pontoon. So, no. <laughs> I'm good with a cruise ship. I'm good with that. But just to have that experience was great. To just do nothing. Because really, when you think about it in the whole grand scheme of things, you can actually do everything you want on a cruise ship the first day and just chill the rest of your time there. Everybody basically gets to know everybody because you're seeing the same people the whole time. A cruise ship is only but so big. It looks gigantor. But when you're on it and in it, it is not as big as you think. And it's easy to do everything in one day. I wouldn't want to do Literally. everything in one day. But it's I'm just saying it's possible because the ship is not that big. But to have that alone time and that solitude and just sit there and chill and just be one with the ocean. It, it's, it was just amazing for me. And I loved it. And I would love to do that again that part uh, that other stuff they can keep it but that balcony yeah that's for me 100 percent. that was amazing i loved it loved it cool beans well yeah we'll be talking about that soon what else is no guys wow. anything else before we close out our evening I miss Roger. Yeah. You left me all alone here with you two knuckleheads. Yeah, that's all good. You had a good time. You're welcome. <laughs> I... Well, it's all been right. real. It's been fun. It's been real fun. But I'm trying to wrap this shit up right now. Well done. Yes, because I'm going to get to say my spiel tonight. So I'm like, yeah, let's, let's do this. Ah! No. <laughs> Trey, Trey said, hey, I'm here too. Exactly. Hi, Trey. <laughs> You've been here. <laughs> You've been here. Yes. When did I say it? said what? That makes, that me, makes wonder me wonder how many sense. folks wander off and sleep with a person they've been seeing for the exactly, and that does happen. Shipboard romance. Where do you think the love boat came from? Not everybody right. that was on the love boat wasn't, you know, going on the love boat with somebody, but they always left with somebody. Let that one marinate. The love yeah. boat. Yeah, there's so many ship romances. I mean, as a matter of fact, one of the most beautiful classics and affair to remember with Deborah Carr and Cary Grant, which was such an amazing, amazing film. But Cary Grant plays this playboy named Nikki Ferranti, who is just so, you know, the it boy. And so he was already engaged to an heiress. Well, Deborah Carr was a girl. She was traveling, just a lady alone. She is already engaged to another dude. They meet on the ship, fall in love, and decide that they would meet on Valentine's Day. Uh, but at the statue of um, 
at the Empire State Building. And they were going to, you know, be together and they were going to take six months to make it work. And so after the ship, after their trip and everything, like it was just such an amazing thing and just watching them fall in love. Because, you know, love happens when you least expect it to happen. You are shortening, you are shortening your closing tonight. It's all right. They know what I'm going to say. Anyway, it's such a good film. And so when I said it, said that, like, yeah, there are so many shipboard romances. They really happen. They haven't happened to me yet, but I'm not opposed to it. I'm totally open to that. I got to be able to pick you up. That's a whole lot of doing when you're on a ship drinking. (laughs) I said, see, I understand you. See? Yep. He gets me. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> it happens. And and if and you know, and if you guys want to know what happened in an affair to remember, you gotta rent it or buy it. You will thank me later. It is such an amazing film. It's a classic and it's not black and white. It's in color for those of you who do not like black and white films, but it is a classic and definitely a we lost Mimi. <laughs> definitely a beloved film. So definitely if you get a chance to see an affair to remember. Do yourself a favor and see it. And make sure you have tissue because you're going to cry. As a matter of fact, Sleepless in Seattle. Welcome back. A lot of, welcome back. <laughs> Sleepless in Seattle had a lot of um, clips and a lot of mentions of an affair to remember. As a matter of fact, kind of Sleepless in Seattle is kind of centered around that concept. It's really a good film, too. So if you get a chance to watch An Affair to Remember, Sleepless in Seattle, I definitely would recommend that. Definitely. And then we have the remake of An Affair to Remember with Warren Beatty and Annette Bening, who are still married to this day because they fell in love when Warren Beatty did Dick Tracy because she starred in Dick Tracy with them. So that's how they fell in love. But it's such a good film. And their film is called Love Affair, which is based on the concept of An Affair to Remember. Which actually, um, Catherine Hepburn also stars in that. It's one of her last films. Such an amazing film. Such an amazing lady. So I would definitely recommend all three of those films. How do we get back on movies with CB? (laughs) Because they all center around an affair to remember, which is Guys, it's been really, really sweet. Look, um, one love, God bless. Um, It's our time. The time is up. I said it. Uh, Trey... Carrie, all you beautiful people. Uh, Yeah. Thank you guys very much. Peace out. One love. Peace, love, and hair grease. All right. And here's for my quick speech. It's been real. It's been fun. But sadly, our time is done. It's been real fun. Thank you so much, guys, for rocking with us tonight. We come to you every Wednesday as your midweek motivator, offering you music, motivation, conversation, laughter, and a whole lot of fun. And hopefully you got that. And then some. We dropped some knowledge on you. And always, always, always do your due diligence and educate yourself because knowledge is what? power and we all need to have power in this day and age and remain strong also don't forget to like us and subscribe in order for us to bring you more and do more we need you to like us and subscribe share our podcast share the live share and it can also really (laughs) and it can also get you some prizes as well (laughs) Jesus. Wow. Really?
So we'll see you next week. Same time, same station. Bye-bye.